0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. <laughs> Just us today. Devin, what do you got for us?
1: Well, my other quote uh, fell through, or my idea for a quote about the month of March fell through, because they're pretty lame. <laughs> March all 1st, about it's the third rebirth. of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some are kind of funny, saying it's like the uh, homeliest of months. <laughs> it's
0: the homeliest. yeah that's a compliment
1: for it, you. it doesn't get much love i mean the beginning of spring but it's not really like it's still you still get ice right. and snow and who knows yeah. so well I, I um we have decided that we'll leave it up to the fates i will open up my new dictionary of thoughts as which I, the book that i get a lot of quotes from and i will pick one point to it and read it and we see if it sparks anything
0: all right. Like here, we, here we maybe go. Maybe before you do that, like maybe we could make it a thing where like once a month or so we reach out to our followers and ask for someone to give us a quote. Or you just, know, yeah, then, people you know, can always send, like. They'll send you some quotes and then yeah, you or, can choose if you like it or not. Or you can be like, this it, person said a horrible quote and I'm not going to read theirs. <laughs> I don't. That's not <laughs> true at all. The listeners. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um,
1: or, yeah, or it could be a hashtag. Yeah, right. They would right. just send, send us quote, quote, anything yeah. they really like.
0: That's a good idea. I like it. All right. We'll talk about that later.
1: Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Open up the book. There it was. Finger on the page. I'll look down. Uh, I don't even know that word. <laughs> Okay, here we go. I'll go down a few, because so, right. uh, the thing about this book is it's got a old lot of old timey,
0: like <laughs> early
1: early quotes. So there's a lot of fun ones. So I went down a few. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: The humblest in all the land, when clad in the armor of a righteous cause, is stronger than the host of error. <laughs> Read okay. that again. Yeah, read the humblest, down. the humblest in all the land, when clad in the armor of a righteous cause, is stronger than all the hosts of error.
0: All the hosts
1: of error. So the
0: humblest in all the land, when clad in, in
1: righteous a righteous cause.
0: Okay, right. So a humble person with a righteous cause
1: is, stronger, is strong. Is strong. But the host hosts of error.
0: I don't really. The hosts of error, other than the people who are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna type it in right now. The hosts of error.
1: Maybe this is why I, we do, don't p- I do. do pick random ones. ones.
0: Yeah, the humble person with a righteous cause, though you know.
1: Oh yeah. Stronger than the hosts. They're of unstoppable. Error. All right. I'll, I'll do. I'll do one more. Okay. Here we go. Promise, I'm doing it randomly. All right.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, yeah chance generally favors the prudent
0: uh, okay yeah yeah I like that's that. like yeah be prepared chance yeah generally <laughs> favors the prudent prudent what's let's see let's look up all right hold on one second the term so pr- yeah, prudence is that no is that it <laughs> it's
1: beatles prudence prudent. but the name
0: yeah so prudent is acting with or showing care and thought for the future. So prudent means to be thinking of the future. Right. So chance, usually fortune, for, is for, what fortunes the prudent, right?
1: Yeah. So for just yeah.
0: Basically it's saying like chance, people who are lucky are people who are working for it. <laughs> As Brian right. would say it. <laughs> Gardner, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. There you go. Yeah. And this is the Work For It podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when...
1: When yeah, when when opportunity meets hard work or whatever it is, that yeah it, right, it's yeah, something like that.
0: Luck yeah, luck is is opportunity and hard work or something like that or uh, not yeah something like that yeah, right it's it's like yeah people who are or looking ahead and planning ahead and working toward the future often get lucky yeah because it's not it's not luck it's it's that forethought. So. Yeah, I like that. That one's good too. All right, good yeah, not good. not
1: bad so So now we really
0: need those listeners to send in some good ones there are no more quotes (laughs) there are
1: no more quotes in the world that i can find
0: and that's why we don't just randomly choose them (laughs) it's like um (laughs) wrangler star would do his uh manly manners and i forget what the book is called it's something like um you know uh don'ts for husbands or something Oh yeah. dudes and adults for husbands. And he would like he, sometimes he would just like randomly open it up and say one, and he'd be like, Well, I don't know about that one.
1: You know, he'd be like
0: <laughs> read it off and then he'd be like, Well, I don't know, maybe that one's not completely pertinent to my situation <laughs> or something. So was like, eh, you know, how do you, you feel, miss, but I like it.
1: How do you feel about Wrangler Star Wrangler stars like very strict, like this is what a man is, this is what providing is is it a strong moral fiber, or is it a bit too judgy? And I, I think I've seen some stuff where he's gone back and forth in that, too, where he'll yeah. be like, "That's well, you're not a man. How, how do you even have a girlfriend, blah, 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 or a wife? And then he goes back like, wow, I talked to my wife. Maybe I was a bit harsh about it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right, yeah. I th- I
0: mean, I think he's he has a strong, like, ethic as far as it goes toward, um, you know, Being a man and and doing what men should do. Right. So he is. It's like and it's obviously based on religion and based on his history of like, you know, his father and his grandfather and the the way he was raised. Um, He I think he also sees uh, he's he's seeing where there's some downfall in society that he sees that he thinks could be solved by more people maybe growing up and being more mature and, and taking on the roles that they need to do. Um, but I also think, like you said, I mean, I think often he's, he's a little hot, you know, like he'll just kind of not mouth off, but you know what I mean? Like he's, it's a little quick to judge maybe, but I also think that he is, he is humble enough to, uh, recant when he makes a mistake or he also will often not, um, he, he'll like disassociate himself with all the groups, you know? So it's not like, he's like, I'm not one of this. I'm not this. I'm not this. I am who I am and this is how I feel. Right. right. So, so it's not really like a, a politically driven thing. I mean, I think it's obviously religious driven, right? There's something there that he feels that there's like a, you know, a call for men to be a certain way. But I, right. I do think, you know, I mean, I think he's passionate in a certain way and sometimes I agree with him and sometimes I don't, and that's fine. And you know, um yeah, and, and, I think and he's that's, just uh he's just willing to say what he thinks and and like you said I think often he's willing to to take something back if he thinks he should or you know or also just make a point that's not like a not a not a uh a favorable point in any side you know he'll say something that he, the way he feels and that's how it is and you can either listen or you can't or you don't
1: yeah yeah i mean i yeah, think that's a, you know, that's a fair that's a fair yeah. assessment yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I don't. I, you know, often there are things he'll say that I don't agree with, but I would say, you know, more times than not, he's saying things that I agree with at least in some aspect. You know, I'm like, yeah, right. I can see well, that, or at least I'm willing to like see the point that his side of it, and you know, yeah, and then uh, can pull out tidbits of what I think is is right, you know, or or what I right. think is and pertinent it, to my own situation. You know, everyone everyone has a different situation, so that's
1: anything. It, it helps with. I mean, he, he's a YouTuber. So putting out those things is content and getting interaction and people a little riled up is quote unquote good content, right? That's getting people to engage and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you feel like sharing those things that you like, there's certain things you only say to your family or your wife that, you know, you probably wouldn't share with other people because you're just like, I don't know. You know what I really think about that? And you spit it out, and they go, "Oh man, okay." Oh man, and, but, yeah, right. But you that's wanna, the end of it. You might
0: not want you, to broadcast that. Yeah,
1: you have a safe. You have a safe. But so I mean, it, I mean, it would be good content, but most of us don't even want to go there. Like, nah, I don't, I don't think so. I'll leave that yeah. one right at exactly.
0: Home. Yeah, because it's like it's a little too, you know, inflammatory or something. You know, it's like, eh, you know maybe don't say that at all. And oh, his man. kind of point he's he's said over the years is like. This is my channel. I'm going to say what I want and do what I want. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, he's not trying to be mean to people or like be negative. He's just, he's just saying how he, what he feels and, you know, in in a, I think a logical way most of the time. And you can either decide to listen or you can't. No one's forcing you to. It's a free channel. You can do what you want. He can say (laughs) what he wants. And, you know, he tries to stay within the restrictions of what, uh, YouTube will allow him to say, you know, in some ways. So,
1: right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, uh, he's
0: just, Willing to say some things that I wouldn't, I would never broach on our channel, yeah, right. <laughs> like, or at least not yet, not until we got like 2 million subscribers, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and when we're ready to lose them all. Then we'll be even, yeah, right, even t- lose like a couple even, hundred thousand, even, yeah. so big deal, <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Then people even will,
1: will come too. back and dig through all our podcasts and see if we said anything offensive.
0: Yeah, when I want to become mayor, or governor, or president <laughs> mayor. <something> ever so <laughs> mayor O'Hara.
1: That's <laughs> one of their St. Paddy's Day uh, episodes. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, he did a yeah, he yeah. did a Middle Eastern accent. <laughs> like, I'll get him.
0: He's <laughs> like really we we like all people.
1: <laughs> it's it's just, not sure, ev- you do. Everyone's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I
0: think that's uh. Yeah, I just, I think, uh, you know, you know, in in normal society, you just, you choose, you pick and choose what you say because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to create controversy or whatever, you know, it's not, it's not worth your time, you know, so it's, it depends on if it's worth your time or not, you know, most of the time, I, like, I never talk about politics with pretty much anyone, like, I just (laughs) don't talk about politics because it's so to divisive, You know, it just really divides mm-hmm. people and, and it's inflammatory and, and people get angry. And so I don't talk about it ever. You know, I also don't really ever talk about religion unless I'm talking to other people who are willing who are religious. You know, it's like it's not it's just not an issue that I feel is necessary for me to bring up to other people to convince them one way or another. That's not my goal. You know, right. my goal is to have like positive relationships and people see that I'm like a caring person and loving and I'm willing to help and teach and, and do that type of stuff. And that's what I want. That's what I want my legacy to be. You know, it's like if someone comes to me and they have a question about, you know, if they, if they have, they want to ask my opinion on something that's political or religious, then I'll give them my opinion. You know, as long as I, I feel like that person's doing it in an honest way, you know, I'm happy mm-hmm. to say that, but but I'm not ever going to bring it up. Like I'm, it's not, it's never, it's not my thing. You know, it's like this is not it. You know, it's not. Right. I don't want to. I, I don't want to push people away unnecessarily. I guess.
1: Yeah. No. It it it, it definitely does it. So. Yeah. 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 That, that's why we don't usually talk about that stuff. So you're not going to get any hot takes off us about Ukraine and Russia right now. So don't look <laughs> yeah, for right, it. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> no one knows what to do. So there you go. <laughs>
0: oh, man. It was I was like uh, a friend of mine from the past posted a thing, and it was like a quote from someone else who was like um, – it was it was it was pretty good it was it's was talking about like he's like i'm sitting at home you know drinking a bottle of wine and having enjoying my dinner while someone on the other side of the world is like you know is in a war or is being persecuted and you know can i should i feel this way or can i feel good like everyone every for the entire history of our planet someone on our planet was suffering and someone was joyful You know, like, there's just humanity is that certain way. And it was, the point was kind of that, like, we can do what we can do and we try to do and help out where we can, but, you know, there's, uh, maybe there's, like, you shouldn't feel guilty about, like, being, you know, feeling like you're in a positive situation, you know? (laughs) Right. I mean, that's why, like, if, you know, if we, if I didn't like where I lived or the people around me or my job, I fortunately have the freedom to change that here in our country, you know? So right just be glad with what you have and that's about it influence be thankful around f- you that you can yeah 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 right be thankful for what you have yeah so, yeah And, and, yes, and we are. on that note <laughs> 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 let's talk about axes <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny i so um kind of things i've been up to before we get into that because so I, I reached out to this is actually just yesterday i was thinking about like oh, what are we going to talk about tomorrow because today is Tuesday we don't normally record on Tuesdays record on Thursdays but um, I have a sailing meeting because sailing season starting back up so I have a sailing meeting on Thursday night so we recorded a little early so I just reached out to people yesterday asking um, for people's favorite axes you know axe style one they have when they used to have something that, like their white whale all these different things um, mm. things axes you know patterns and um, so I got a ton of feedback which is great. So we'll talk about that. I'm going to shout a whole bunch of people out. Um, but, uh, yeah. The reason why I was thinking about it is because I've been, um, working on two axes. So, uh, Daniel Donnelly, who's an Instagram, his Instagram is, uh, Donnelly Brothers. Was it Donnelly Brothers? I can't remember now. Now, off the top of my head, of course, like when I'm trying to think about it. But, um, <laughs> he reached out to me to, um, to get an axe from me. So he's he's using this year to like each month he's going to um buy an axe or acquire an axe from a different axe maker. Donnelly mm-hmm. Brothers Metalworks. Um and so he reached out to me to to ask to get an axe. And so, you know, I kind of we were talking back and forth and I I told him I was like, "Well, I'd rather trade you for an axe cuz he's another axe guy. So like, why don't we trade axes instead of you buying an axe from me?" Right. That's like better for me. I'd rather have, I'd rather get a trade rather than just get like, you know, a couple hundred bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. So I've been working on his axe. Um, and then also another um, longtime follower of ours on Instagram reached out to me to ask. Um, he's actually a pastor and to ask me each year he makes a cross for Easter. And this year he wants to do some of like the hewing or whatever. He wants to cut a lot of it with an axe. So he reached out to see if I would sell him um, an axe. And like one of mine or something I have something that I've restored and put on a handle. So I told him that I would be happy to like make him an axe, but I again would prefer to trade him. And he's a knife maker. So he agreed he's gonna he's gonna make me a knife and I'm gonna make him an axe and we're gonna do a trade. So I've been working on those two axes this week. Um both are going well but also not going well at the same time. (laughs) So like it's been on my mind because The axe for Daniel Donnelly. I had one axe in mind, but then I saw him get one of the axes from another maker, and it was like the same axe that I was going to give him. So I decided to go a different route. So I had this other axe, which is really nice, um, and I have a, I have some handles from House Handle, which are typically pretty good. But the ones I had, the one I have is really nice, but it has. Um, the, the eye, the part of the, the handle that goes through the eye of the axe, is a little narrow. And this is an older, like an early 1900s axe that I'm putting it on. I'm not saying what it is because I know he listens. So I don't want him to hear what it is. Um, and it's got a little bit of, it's been like flared out at the bottom of the top from like just years of hammering wedges in and it's flared. So um, I was fitting it last night and I could not get the gaps. Like I couldn't get it to sit all the way down the shoulders and there'd be no gaps. Um, just the uh, the amount of like shoulder there was on the handle wasn't enough for me to set it down any further, and so I'm like, you know, after working off and on for it for a while, I was getting frustrated. So that's when I posted the post about like, what's your favorite axe style? Because I just had said to take a break from it, so I laid out the axes in a circle, and because I had an idea to put that question in the middle, so <clears throat> did that. And, and then I've also been working on the other axe, um, which is uh, a craftsman. And it, and it was a little heavy, so for for just like a date and pattern, so I'm, I put in some kind of phantom bevels. I ground off some bevels, which um, help to help help to have like wood release when you when you split wood or cut wood. It'll help pop the chips out when there's not a lot mm. of friction or stiction, as they call it in knife making, where it's like the material <laughs> sticking to the blade. Um, so that helps to like just remove you know blades. That way, there's nothing on the bit, so that it can fly off and. So I removed some stuff and ground it away, and then I black. I use uh, cold blue to re, you know, blue the metal so it wasn't shiny because it was a vintage axe, and and that's going pretty good. I'm really happy with that. But then same thing there. I have another house handle, but it's a little thin, and I'm not sure exactly like if I should use that one. So like the heads are going well, but the handles aren't going well, (laughs) and uh, Mm. and I don't have any uh, like lumber right now. I don't have hickory or ash big enough to make a handle from scratch um hmm. and i like using ha- uh, house handles but these are they're ones that are, they're not exactly what i wanted for these axes so i just ordered another batch of house handles last night they should be coming so it might be another week before i get working on those but um am yeah, like i was you know, kind of frustrated but happy at the same time so i sent out that message so
1: I guess, working in the I shop guess, working on axes i guess there's no time limit for the trade
0: well, <clears throat> not for the one with uh, Dan O'Donnelly. Right. Um, you know, I think he just, he wanted to reach out to basically a maker each month to get, you know, an axe, or he's going to get 12 total. So, um, you know, I want to get it to him as soon as possible, just because, you know, I know that, why not?
1: <clears throat> and, right. Uh,
0: and then, obviously, for the other one, that needs to be done sooner rather than later, so... Yeah. As soon as I get those handles, I'll get them, get them both on, and make sure I get them out as soon as possible. Because if uh, the maker is using the other one, he's using his to work on the the cross for Easter. So I want to make sure I get that to him. <clears throat>
1: nice, but yeah, yeah, so, nice. Yeah, um, I've been doing the editing. Uh, that's it's oh. done. The video's done. Nice so for the tour. We, yeah, so we can put nice. it out. If this comes out Friday, we're recording, like you said, a little early this week. So maybe, yeah. I mean, we could put it out Sunday, but we could also put it out the same day this comes out, maybe. Mm-hmm. So we could do that, if, you, if you're listening, if you're listening, check it out, look for it. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah. If it's uh, not
0: already out, it'll be out in the next day or so.
1: It's a shop tour, it's a, a little yeah, over yeah. 20 minutes. So,
0: oh, nice. If That's you
1: want to spend 20 minutes with Dust walking through the shop, pointing out pretty much everything, yeah. um, there were a couple things. Well, not a couple. I, I skipped past your bikes because there was a, I forget, there was a, there was two audio issues, one on the bike that I couldn't fix, I couldn't patch. Yep. It, was in the, it was in the middle of you talking. And right. then there was one, <laughs> ironically, you were talking that the, the, um, the blue shelf you have next to the fridge on the right. bottom, you're like, this is where we keep all our audio gear. And right when you said audio gear, there was a big crackle in the audio <laughs> and I was like yeah, ah, yes I can't you should have left uh, that in <laughs> I, was <laughs> like... <laughs> I was like I can't I gotta <laughs> I gotta put pop so I clip that out you go through the two drawers and then I did the shot of you opening the uh the beer fridge right nice in which I also did a trick on the beer fridge because I need a little bit more time in between the transitions since I kind of skipped over something right and I and you never open it in the walkthrough, because what we ah. did for the tour is we did oh, each right. each section of because I didn't we didn't really want to walk around twenty minutes of me following Dustin and so we would right, do like whole take okay take the whole time, yeah. we're gonna do the grinder area we're gonna do this area we're gonna do we did like five different areas and we did right two takes pretty two much takes of each one yeah. mm-hmm. and then I shot close ups a lot of stuff you were talking about so we cut in between and just have close ups of stuff. So, walking through, you didn't open the beer fridge, and in the in the insert, you do open the beer fridge. And not that that mattered, because oh, I was nice. getting a lot of close up shots anyway. That people know will know that were shot after, you know. Right. So I yeah. So what I did is, as you were talking, you opened the beer fridge, and then you just kind of left it open. And I all I did was use that same clip and reverse it, so it looks like you open it and then close it, <laughs> and then I and then I go back to you like. Talking about my bag. Oh, nice! (laughs) So it looks closed again. Yeah, (laughs) and there's like the sound of you opening and closing it. So a little, little reverse thing. So
0: (laughs) Ah, tricky. Yeah, listen, (laughs) got a little insider. (laughs) (laughs) I did that with Devin O'Hara,
1: and that that was good. So that that's that'll be out soon. And um, and then we did the flooring. You you came over and yeah, Dad came over and Mom and we. Another floor. Some, another <laughs> Pergo floor, <laughs> and it went pretty my, well. the prep, The prep took a little extra long because I, you know, I didn't have it totally cleaned up because I'd worked yeah, uh, yeah late the night before. So and then when I got up, I was it was just me and my my wife was at work. So I had like half of it pulled up by the time Dustin right. and, and Dad got there, and then yeah, it was fine. But um,
0: yeah, it went well. Yeah, it's another so in. I, I don't remember, I think we put down that original floor um, in your place before we started the podcast, a couple years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but we put a floor down, so a pergo floor at my parents' house, which is now Devin's house, um, and we spent all day, and we did the living room and the dining room. Right. And um, and then we were going to come back the next day to finish the kitchen, and that night we get or the next day I walk in and and my mom's like, Uh, duh, sorry to tell you, but we gotta pull this all up and start over. And I was like, ha 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 that's funny. <laughs> She's like, No, I'm not kidding. Like So with pergo flooring, I guess the 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 idea is that it's because it's not real wood, you wanna do whatever you can to make it look like real wood. And so you have random you wanna you wanna kinda break up your seams between different pieces. So that yeah. way you have random breaks in it and your patterns stay, you know, you don't use the same wood pattern because there's like six or seven different patterns of boards or seven or eight, whatever. And so you kind of space them out. You make sure they're not right next to each other. They're kind of further away. So your eye doesn't catch all the similarities and you realize it's not real wood. So we had spent the whole day doing like these perfect aligned, you know, <laughs> joints you- that were like perfectly straight, which you're not supposed to do. Right. And we didn't think about it for some reason and. So we had to pull it all up and start over, which we did the whole second day. <laughs> and then came back, I guess, the third day for the kitchen. But or no, I point, think we were really good. Did we do it we may, the second
1: day? We may have done all the second day.
0: Yeah. Maybe because we, we had, had the, we had
1: and the speed and we had a lot of them cut. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I think yeah. we were just like, we're doing it. I'm not coming back right. again.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep on going. Let's just yeah, finish so it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Devin, what was it? Uh, your dog chewed up some of the like the the rug in there or something
1: yeah and we we were I mean the rug was kind of old and just kind of it wasn't down there was no um it was down but there was no uh, baseboard or anything and right so uh it was just a laundry room kind of a cruddy rug so we we were gonna pull up anyway right and we're we're kind of hemming and hauling about which room should we do and what should we do should we pick colors blah, blah blah and this got us going because the dog just ripped it all up and we're like all right yeah
0: <laughs> like oh that's it <laughs>
1: we gotta do it so we just jumped on it and got paint and painted it all and yeah. and then went and bought the pergo and yeah went it went down pretty good um yeah yeah it was, it's a simple like rectangle room with a couple doors and then yeah. we, we laid it all down and and uh yeah, it looks great now. And I got some trim yeah. yesterday, some like perco weird trim kit thing that you buy. You buy it. It has the trim of a similar looking wood. And right. it also has extra pieces for depending whether it's like descending into another room or if it or if it's level. Yeah. It has a couple different things you can add and to thresholds it. Thresholds
0: and stuff. Right? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. a little expensive. Like the pack. I, don't, I forget. It was like 30 bucks or something. But it came with like all the styles you might want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we did that. Great. Yeah. Bought that. It was a different brand, but it matched up really nice. And so that's down and done. We just got to do the uh, baseboard stuff, and that'll be one room down.
0: Yeah, and in classic, <laughs> classic O'Hara style, right before we were, we were, as we were finished and we are getting ready to leave, and are <laughs> like, all right, while you're here, we have, let's do one more thing together. Yeah. Hey, I got <laughs> so, one more. Hey,
1: can you come over here? <laughs>
0: yeah, so when we, um, I guess, was that just never done, or did we pull it, oh, we pulled that trim when we put in your new door. So in the kitchen, yeah, yeah. which is what we did for my parents a couple years ago, when we recently, you and I and Drew put in the french doors in the kitchen we had to pull some trim some some flooring to be able to get it in and so while we were there we kind of figured out a way to get all that back in underneath without you know having to pull up any trim or any uh you know thing from the door so right worked out well fit in really nice and clean it was good
1: yeah so that's that's i'm feeling good it's nice yeah nice open room
0: yeah it was cute when we were finished you know like i we were in the other room when I came back in and you and mom and dad and Maeve, your daughter were in, in there with the music on and she's dancing and like on the new floor is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause she's like, she has, has like a straight face often. You know, she keeps like a pretty straight face. Like you can get her, obviously you can get her laughing gig and stuff. But yeah, if she's just like, she's like in the moment, you know, it's not just like a, it's not always like a big smile. It's just like a, like a straight face. She's looking around. She's like taking everything in. So she's dancing yeah. with this like straight face. It's really funny. Like, <laughs> like she can't help herself, you know, the, yeah. the music has just moved her. <laughs> and I will
1: say, usually she is a happy baby. Oh yeah. And it's just when you're over, it's usually a family event. So right. a bunch of people are over. So all of a sudden yeah. there's like seven people there and she's just kind of staring at everybody. She yeah, doesn't have exactly. that, shouldn't have that warm up time.
0: Right, yeah, exactly and That's the thing is She's not. It's not like she's angry She's just kind of Taking it all in You know, yeah, right and like around. And everyone's around And she's like Looking at all these new faces But like She couldn't help herself She was still dancing Like with this like <laughs> yeah. This kind of curious Straight face Looking at all of us She loves to <laughs> dance one. Yeah That's so funny Yeah, so uh, Other than that I sold sold One of my tools From, you know That I was trying to get rid of And took some extra tools Over to your place And gave some to my dad so the stuff that was in my shop which was moved out into the smithy temporarily is now starting to clear out so it's really nice now when i walk by the smithy it's like all open again it's very welcoming and and like <laughs> hey come on in come light up the forge come use the smithy yeah you know, should I'm, be yeah and yeah you know, right now i'm i'm taking two classes right now online so it's a ton of extra work so i don't have a ton of free time to do stuff outside of you know, work and then work on schoolwork and then occasionally try to move into... Like, I'm working on the axis because, you know, those are obligations that I have made with people, so I have to, but otherwise... You know, if it's not... If it's not, like, just free time to work, then it'll be, uh, you know, working on schoolwork, so... Once these two classes are done, um, I won't be taking classes over the summer, so I'll have the summer to be able to, to relax and work out in the forge when I want to, and it'll be nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so... We so again, like I said, I reached out to people to ask what their favorite axes were. So I got a lot of responses, and I want to read. I think most of them. Let me see. Um, some were repeats, obviously, because they're you know a lot of people have the same ones, but you know that's fine too. So let me go into my. I'll read the actual original question, <clears throat> and then we'll read. Let's see comments. We'll go with that. Okay, so. My original post, I had the picture of the axes, um, and I, I almost like was gonna put up a thing like extra credit for who, whoever can name all the axes, because it's a pretty clean <laughs> image. Like it has a good like lots of uh, you know detail and high high resolution. So when you zoom in on it, you can actually see like all the names and stuff. You can actually see what the axes they are, and they all <clears throat> they're all oriented in the way. Where typically an axe, if you're if you're holding an axe and the blade is facing away from you, on the left side of that axe is where any like maker's stamps or logos would be. <clears throat> so if you're looking at the axe with the maker's marks and stuff on it, the blade will be facing left and the pole, the back end, will be facing right, and then you can see the logos. So I have them all in that orientation around the circle so you can actually see them, and so they're all they all have the marks on them. But I didn't know. Right all right so the question was what's your favorite axe or your favorite axe pattern uh, one you have one you want or your white whale one you found in the wild or traded for bought online one you throw a new one or an old one or maybe one you've grown to love through use let me know and we'll shout it out on the aoc podcast <clears throat> so i'm gonna go oldest first and we'll do some instagram that i have someone on facebook as well we can talk about them um So, <clears throat> my first response was from Great Lakes Axe Company. I actually just re- recently started following Great Lakes Axe Company. Really good guy, does good work. Uh, he said, um, Old, unmarked Michigan. You can't beat an old Michigan pattern. I carved a French curve handle for it. Simply a classic. So, <clears throat> for axe patterns, for axe people, you might understand what a Michigan is if you're not an axe person. So,. Different patterns have different names. They usually relate to where around the country they were originally started for whichever reason, right? So different areas have different types of wood and different, you know, needs. And so blacksmith would make a blacksmith would make a pattern that met the needs of the, of the, you know, timber fallers or whatever in that area. So the Michigan pattern is really typical for what you would see in a lot of stores now and in the last like 20 years. So kind of a, a normal straight uh, bit that comes straight out and or you know head that comes straight out and kind of curves down a little bit to a curved bit and then the back where the pole is so when you're looking at an axe, the blade is on one side it's called a bit and the pole is the opposite end so if you were using your axe as a hammer that would be the end that you're using a hammer that's the pole so on a Michigan style p- axe the top and bottom of the pole are rounded So a lot of axes will come back straight and then they'll be like, it'll be a straight 90 degree to the top and bottom, you know, on the pole. But a Michigan is is rounded on the top and bottom. So that's the pattern. And it's kind of funny because I feel like, in my own opinion, Michigans are my least favorite pattern axe. Something about the roundedness and usually on the bit, on the sharp end, the toe, which is the top of the bit, and the heel, which is the bottom, um, the toe and the heel are both rounded as well. So you get this like kind of, there's rounded corners on everything, which is just not my favorite looking, uh, my favorite looking axe. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, Devin, you still there? You back? I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I, I actually didn't realize you were gone until I just heard you joined back in. So I think
1: back. <laughs> I'm back. So, yeah. I was it, talking. It just but. froze up on me.
0: Gotcha. Um, so, so the Michigan pattern, it's, it's funny that he like the first person to comment was on the Michigan pattern. It's, like, it's one of the ones I feel like are some of the least common liked patterns currently. But, hey, Great Lakes Axe, man. Everybody has their own, their own likes and dislikes, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Daniel Donnelly, Donnelly Brothers Metalworks. He says, high test, a high test forest five pound on a 28-inch hickory handle from Keen Timber and Tool. It's my favorite axe I own so high test is a, a high test for Axe. high test is a um i guess a company that's more out of like new zealand i feel like high tests are more new zealand or european um they're they're tougher to find here in the states but on a five five pound on a 28 That's a short handle for a heavy head that's kind of cool and we have ethical axe says for splitting it's a main wedge all day i'm kicking myself for selling my heaviest wedge the main wedge is um, the, the profile, so the, when you're thinking about the edge, you're, see, you're thinking of like a geometry of how the edge comes out, you know, and from looking straight down on the edge of an axe. So for splitting, a main wedge style is an axe that basically, if you're looking straight down on the head from the, the bit, from the sharp end all the way back to the pole, it's like a straight line wedge all the way back like a piece of cheese. You know, so all the way back. Mm. And obviously, it's not super, super wide because it's still an axe. But it is, it's like straight edges all the way. So I call it a main, main wedge. So main, main pattern and a wedge. They are really cool looking. I've, I've never, I never had or, or found a wedge, but um, I would like to. Mm. We got full steam designs. Uh, It says the World War Two U.S. Plum Hatchet. I picked one up a few years back and cleaned it up uh, to give to a friend. I need to find myself one now and actually i have a um the one i guess it's not a world war ii plum hatchet but i have a u.s i forget what the what the brand is i have a u.s hatchet it's like a world war ii hatchet as well but i don't think it's plum i could be wrong we got richard sears underscore art says the kent pattern axes for me until something else catches my eye and i like that comment because that's always what it is like like anything you know you're into what you're into at the moment. Um, whenever I tell people or whenever I ask people what their favorite things are, I always have to give like a caveat, like, don't worry, I'm not going to like hold you to this in like 10 years. You know, this is like, whatever it is right <laughs> on the moment on the top of your head, like what's your favorite candy bar? And they're like, well, it used to be this, but it's, I'm like, no, just what's your favorite candy bar now? You know, like obviously I know things change and state taste changes, style changes. So, but yeah, that was a good. one. so he said <laughs> either, either the, uh, Kent pattern axes or until something else catches my eye. <laughs> Uh, crafting a life I want. Our buddy Sean said a Kelly Black Raven Swamper. So Swamper is a type of double bit pattern. That's kind of the the double bit axe that we're all kind of familiar with. That's that's kind of a Swamper style, um, or an Elwell Fellers. So Elwell is a British company, um, and they do some really awesome, like, cool, really beautiful, like, uh, profiled axes. So Elwell Fellers, he said, or Connecticut. So Connecticut pattern, same thing from Connecticut. That's kind of a, it's, it's a really wide bit or a really tall bit. So the, sh- the blade is really tall and it kind of has a, gen- a gentle, taper back to the pole on the end, you know, straight out. Like a lot of axes have what's called a beard. So you have the, the bottom of the ax head come straight across and then it curves down toward the blade on the bottom. And that's a beard, the part that's hanging down below the ax head. So a con a Connecticut or a Connie, they have, um, they're kind of like a straight line from the bottom of the bit back to the pole. So not a ton of like beard, but it's just a big wide head, tall head. That's mm. my favorite, my favorite as well.
1: Connie, Connie, old
0: Connie's are beautiful. And <laughs> those of you who follow along on Instagram, you'll know that I just, uh, broke the handle to my Collins, Legitimus Connie, the one that we hung on the, the video a while back. What was that? Was that hanging an axe head during a flood? I don't know if that. I don't think that was the same one. But
1: was it the two hundred dollar one? Yeah. Or it was it like two or, or yeah, a a valuable? The, valuable yeah. axe. It was like
0: yeah, because the yeah the the Collins Legitimus Collins Legitimus is like if you can find you know an older like a vintage Collins Legitimus, those are pretty well sought after. And then a Connie pattern is pretty sought after, especially right now. They're definitely like they're in style. I would say, um, so that definitely would um, would bring me some money if I decide to sell it, which I'm not. So, uh, let's see. Dave underscore Kaminsky one says, "I found a four-pound plum national patent applied for at a garage sale." So, patent applied for is in quotes. So instead of like the actual pattern, it just said on it like patent applied for. That's cool. So I cleaned it up, he blued it, he sharpened it, and hung it on a new handle. It went from languishing all by itself in a dingy garage to splitting logs and chilling with my thirty other axes. You could say he's now living his best life. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> I like that, yeah. So again a, a plum national pattern is kind of one that uh, I guess a, a national it's kind of a straight like the top is straight, the bottom where it goes into the handle is straight, like parallel with the top, and then as it comes out, it kinda of swoops down abruptly. So kind of a kind of a angled swoops down to the bit and then is kinda of curved at the bottom and curved at to the top. On the bit, on the sharpened side. So that's it. It'd be funny. Like, I'd love to have someone who like doesn't know axes try to draw everything that I'm ex- explaining and see how well it's coming across. <laughs> I, I I could do it. Oh, uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, axes though. I mean, you know uh, no, you know well, from not what I have, yeah,
1: kind of, but I, I I couldn't really tell you if you asked me pretty much all these. I I w- don't have much clue of what they look like.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> I thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> <Like> I'm, <laughs> I'm explaining it well enough, I think, without without like going into a ton of. Detail. No, yeah, no, it's it's a good
1: description, but I would, yeah, I would, yeah, I would need the description to draw them.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, next one is the <laughs> fitness fitness um, and they say Jersey and Rockaway are my favorites. I have one of each. So, a jersey um, is an axe. Uh, has a has a, a tall bit with kind of s- it's it's uh, slanted back to the part that you know the eye that goes through the handle, and then on the top of the head it's usually relatively flat, um, from the pole to the to the bit maybe swooped up a little bit at the bit and then on the bottom of the eye there are cheeks that come down or or ears or there are different words for it but basically instead of instead of it being flat on the bottom of the axe head where it goes across the eye they come down to points so a jersey usually has points so it'll be like you know like a, a v you know so that side actually comes down to points on either side sometimes they're rounded um there's you know there's regular jersey and then rounded jerseys, and then a rockaway is similar except for it's rounded on the bottom, but instead of it being like rounded evenly where the the middle of the eye is the lowest part, it's usually back some, so it's like uh, you know kind of like half of an apple uh, apple seed, where it kind of slopes and then rounds up to the pole. So it's instead of it being just like a half circle, it's like half an apple seed with the the heavier part being or or a, a plum. A pair or something, right? So, the widest part is further back toward the back of the axe. Hmm. He said he has one of each. Uh, Howling Winds Hammer. Um, what's Howling Winds Hammer? That's uh, Glenn Hayworth. Um, he was actually at Maker Camp this year, but I didn't know of him or know him at that point. But now, since then, I've like, I followed him, and he follows me, and we've kind of chatted back and forth at least through in, you know, Instagram and stuff. So, hmm. uh, he says I'm a sucker for Connie's. Um, the early Legitimus and Kelly, in particular, almost equally the Seagrave. Those Lugs and Straight Pike really get me. <laughs> so he's another axe guy, does some really beautiful stuff. Um, he, uh, it's funny, he, the, he, he says the early Legitimus and Kelly our particular Connie's that he have the two the two Connie's that I got at the same time were the Collins Legitimus and the Kelly Red Warrior those two axes and he's those are the two that he like loves and I got them at the same time $15 each from a guy from yard sale
1: all awesome. oh, nice it's a steal
0: yeah right oh this is a good one so this is Whiskey River Trading Company Brandon Roost um I don't know if this is a like wink wink uh or if this is an honest reply, but he says a jersey with bevels. And so for we did a, a secret Santa Axe exchange and I had Brandon as my, you know, person that I was giving to and I made him a Kelly uh perfect with bevels. It's a Kelly perfect with bevels and a jersey pattern. So hmm. I don't know. Again, he's <laughs> like he said jersey with bevels and then it has like two uh two smiley faces with heart eyes, so it could be that he's just saying, like, he's just like, you know, wink, wink. I love the axe you made for me. so, But uh, he does say jersey with bevels. There you go. Let's see. Wrought in wood says the next one. Also, the European patterns. But like he just started off the next one. His next axe is always like his favorite one. Um, <laughs> also, the European patterns are also cool. They outdo each other. The French and Finnish ones are in my top tiers. Those are, those are some of those axes that I have not have not done many of just because I haven't had the opportunity or found them you know all of my collection are axes that I found I've never I haven't bought an axe online all of my all of my axes are bought found from vintage places or antique stores or flea markets things like that so right I don't find them as easily. There are some wild looking um, you know European axes though pretty cool those Finnish axes uh, let's see forever toolwork says favorite is the plum national though I rarely use them. Mostly for my user, it's a rafting pattern by Grand's Force Brooks, or a double bit modified to an axe axerune type. All different axes for all different purposes. So, an uh, a pickerune is basically like a a uh, an axe eye with a with a um, maybe usually like a three or four inch metal spike instead of a blade and those are used to like pick up firewood and kind of flick them around without having to lean down and pick it up so you just like right. it, stick it into the firewood and you can flip it around so an axe rune has um, has an axe on one side and then on the back side you have a, 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 a like a spike so that way you can use the back side so he's at a double bit that's uh, that was converted into a uh, an axe rune which is kind of cool uh, let's see what do we got one more you have oh, I got a whole bunch more um, I'll do a few more, and then we'll, maybe we'll drop some. We'll drop a few more in next week too. Okay. Let's see. Um, okay, so this is JMA underscore AX underscore Restoration. Says always changing for me, but at the moment I would pick my Connie Legitimus, and I want a nice Seger Chemical double. So Con- Connie Le- uh, Collins Legitimus Connecticut pattern, All and right. then a Seger, Seger Chemical. Seger Chemical is like a. Um, uh, uh, Northwest pattern, so things from like, you know, Oregon and Washington. Um, Seger Chemical was a company that started um, out there, and they, I guess, had some like chemical composition that their axes were made out of that was like proprietary within their brand, and it was supposed to be really hard and whatnot. So they're pretty sought after, they're pretty cool axes. So Seger Chemical Double. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll stop here. So this is the, the scrawny lumberjack says his favorite pattern is Connecticut. Um, favorite manufacturer is Rogers Rogers. Connecticut pattern is amazing. Plum is a great brand as well. My usual go to because Roger stuff is very hard to find. Plum parents that are awesome. Besides plum patterns that are awesome. Besides Connecticut is the national and the Tasmanian. So Tasmanian pattern is pretty cool. So that's like from, you know, I guess originally originated in Tasmania. Um, A lot of uh, um, New Zealand guys have Tasmanian patterns. It's kind of like a Connecticut, but usually heavier. So Mm. um, really short, uh, really short pole. So there's usually you have like the eye and then there's a space between the eye and the end of the pole, which is usually around, you know, anywhere between like – three quarters of an inch to an inch and a half depending on the pattern right so you have like more material behind the eye the hammer and the pole or less Tasmanians have like little to none and Connecticut's also Connie's also have small amount behind there so they have a lot of forward weight but yeah Tasmanians are usually heavier they're upwards of four to five pounds and they don't have like barely any pole so it's kind of crazy they're tall and really good for felling so chopping down trees all right. So I'm going to stop there. Um, and then uh, we'll do some recommendations and wrap up for the day. Cool. And you're back again. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know why I keep dropping out. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's
0: weird. I, both times was perfect. I didn't realize you left until I heard you joined back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're going to do a little quicker today just because, uh, you know, we're both busy and we have stuff to do. And um, Let's see. So Dev, you have something to recommend this week?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do our old buddy Turbo Ah Turbo um, Simons. Yep. Right. Uh he uh he was on he was our first guest ever on the podcast. That's right. Um yeah. we should have him on again. That was fun. Um, but he's a great um artist friend of ours. Uh really good at um uh doing digital art on the on the pad and stuff and and there's one called i was watching it the other day just uh drawing a spaceship landing i think but it's beautiful it's really cool and it's a great i almost wanted to call him up and get like a copy or a print or something of it because i thought (laughs) it was so great but he's there he just sits for an hour hour and a half two hours you watch him he just chats and goes. I mean, he does them live. I think he does them on Facebook, and I'm not exactly sure how you can see him now. Um, but they're all great. So if you go to his channel uh, on YouTube, check him out. It's like, uh, um, what's the guy? Happy Trees.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Bob Ross. Right, right. <laughs> if if
1: people jokingly call you Bob Ross, us of this channel, I mean, he's like the the kind of digital you know video yeah, gamey right. spaceship <laughs> war kind of Bob Ross with with a you know digital pen No, he's great um nice. so check him out
0: nice right on um all right i let's see um something to recommend i don't know i've i like didn't think about it beforehand usually do i do. And <laughs> <I'm> just, <not. laughs> I was like looking through and trying to find stuff i um
1: i can one of the, i can sorry i was going to say what well, you think i can tell something I would not recommend so far okay. is, is the show <laughs> Yellowstone. Um, okay. it's okay. I mean, I'll say, I think we're six episodes in, but it's so dramatic. Everything oh, is yeah. drama, 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 drama. Mm-hmm. And it like layers it. It's like, Oh, well we killed two people and let's have something else. And let's, and let's have our main character do this while this person's going through a breakdown Oh, and this person's kid got shot. Oh, and this happened. And, like, it just go, and you're like, wait, what? And by the end of each episode, oh, like, 20 super dramatic things. It's like they just decided, like, okay, we had this story arc. Cool. And they're like, someone came in and went, well, let's add, like, another three things per episode. Just right. to amp it up. <laughs> just to amp it up some. And I can tell that they put a lot of money into it, and it's pretty good. Like, modern-day cowboy kind of thing. It's it's a decent show, but I'm, I'm I find myself rolling my eyes a lot about how much, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's not good. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, really, like this too, like, uh, come on, right. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, maybe it's it's worth checking out because you might dig it. But so far, I can't recommend. I'll, I'll maybe later on. I'll I'll come back with a assessment after we finish the first season, right.
0: Yeah. That's, that's one of those ones that I would like, I, I was hoping would be good. So <laughs> I'm yeah. hoping it, it wraps up better. Yeah. All right. So I found one. This is, um, this is, let's see. His Instagram is at, um, nine underscore axe underscore end underscore tool. B B9 nine axe and tool. Um, he is a 14 year old axe enthusiast, um, who, uh, was inspired by an ax that his grandfather had and became his. And so he restored it and put it on a handle. And the only markings on the ax are B nine, like a lowercase B and a nine, I think it's lowercase B. Um, but it's really cool. So he, he like commented about some of the, the, on the, on the post about the axes that he liked. And I'll read his real quick. So he says, any man, M A N N is a company ran any man axe with yellow paint. I particularly love my man, Michigan on a vintage handle um so b9 accent tool check him out he does some good stuff he's just starting out like i said he's 14 years old likes axes just doing some good restorations and you know has some fun stuff to show so check out his uh check out his stuff if you like axes and go give him a follow and encourage him to keep on axing on
1: <laughs>
0: keep on axing on
1: all right all right
0: cool all right everybody well that's it for today thank you all so much for listening uh, make sure you don't forget to head over to YouTube and subscribe there if you haven't already. Check out what we're working on. We'll be putting out the um, the tour video coming up soon. We also have the Magic Magic Toy Box video coming up as well. So I know you said you're working on that and that you have painted. That's looking really nice. Um, speaking of that, that, do you want the cover before we do the video, the top part, or is that not better?
1: I don't know. I'll have to talk to okay. the wife again figure that out. Gotcha.
0: Okay, cool. All right. But yeah, head over to YouTube. You'll find us there um, and look for that new video. It might be out on Friday when this this uh, podcast comes out, or maybe on Saturday or Sunday this week. Um, <laughs> if you want to check out what my shop looks like, if you haven't seen our videos, which is just ridiculous, if you haven't, you'll you get a, get a perfect tour of it with the Smithy <laughs> and the shop. And, uh, and you can also head over to uh, Instagram and follow us both there the Art of Craftsmanship. And at the Art of Camera Guy, and if anybody has any ideas for quotes, things that you like, and you want us to discuss on the podcast, you can send it over there, or even do a hashtag #hashtag AOC quote or AOC podcast quote, something like that. I don't know. We'll see. AOCP quote. I don't know.
1: Yeah, a- AOC <laughs> quotes a whole different. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah right, Group exactly. of quotes.
0: <laughs> AOC. Let's maybe you just send it to Devin. <laughs> or, yeah, <laughs> send Devin a DM. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and, you know, finally, if you do want to support us any further, you can always head over to patreon.com. And we appreciate all of our uh, patrons over there, patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship. All right, that's it for this one. Thank you guys all so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time.